0: Good morning. Today's Mem Gimel. We're going to be starting today Mem Bezam and Bez with a brisa. We have been discussing. We'll continue to discuss over the course of today what happens if your sure kills somebody. Rahmanul Son Hashem should protect. But if your sure kills somebody, so there is going to be a number of consequences. If your shores is a short time, so your animal is going to be put to death. This is a classic shor uh, And once your animal is put to death, you cannot get any benefit from the animal that we've been discussing the last number of days. Uh, that is, if your sure is a short time. If your shores is a shor sure, muad. So now you're in big trouble. Right? You already were in trouble, but now you're in big trouble. You're sure as a sure mord, which means that it's killed three people before and now it kills the fourth person. So now you have to pay what's called Kofir. This kopher payment is basically a kapara. In fact, it's baked into the name kopher. This payment over here, it's a it's a totally different type of payment. It's not right? Uh, this is a big part of t- this is a big part of today's discussion in the Gemara. It's not mammon. It's not kanas. Right? It's a totally brand new category of payment, uh, limited to, this is it. This is the one example in the Torah where we have this type of payment where you're going to be paying money as per a kapara. Kofir is a kapara. The Gemara entertained a couple days ago for a moment that might be a machlokus tanaim, whether kofir is kapara, kofir is lav kapara. But even the Gemara, right, after, after a moment of consideration, the Gemara immediately snaps back and says, no, Kofer is a kapara. And then it's just a question of who's, who, whose assessment are we going to take into consideration when you make the payment? Do you take the the owner of the animals' um, uh, value, or do you take the uh, the one who was killed's value? E- either way, uh, kofar is a kapara as a kapara payment. So if you're sure more, it goes ahead and kills somebody. So now the Torah says is that you're going to have to be paying this kofar payment. Okay. All by way of introduction. Let's begin. Ten Rabbanim. We learned in the Brisa Veemitz ish O Isha. So, what happens if a man were to? I'm sorry. If your animal were to kill either a man or a woman? So am Rebbe Kiva Vechema Bazalam De'Noim Lechayev Al HaIsha Ki Ish. So the um, so so what is the Torah telling us? Is the Torah telling us that we're equating man and woman? So Harekvar namar, We already know Ki Gachshor Es Ish O Es Isha. So I already know. Meaning, just go back one pasuk in the Torah. Meaning, pasuk test says isha isha pasuk ches. This is all perichafalaf. Pasuk ches also says Ish o es isha. So hakish So in other words, so the redundancy of ish and isha is telling me the following to create a Hekish between the two. Ma ish, liyoshav, af ish So when it comes to ish and zakim we're going to go to the Yoshav. So that means to say that what is Nezek, Nezek is an account receivable, right? In other words, once you damage and once you owe money, so now that is just, it's it's nothing other than any other type of account receivable. Now, what happens when you die? So your entire estate now goes to your children, including the account receivables. And now the children are able to collect. And the same thing would would, would be true regarding Isha. Isha now is account receivable. In other words, if the woman's damaged, so now that money is going to go to Hor Yershin. Visavar now, Rabbi Akiva. Now, to Hor okay, it's just setting ourselves up for the next point of the Gemara. To Hor sounds what? To Yershin, to the exclusion of her husband. That's, that's what Rabbi Akiva is teaching us. Now, that brings us to the next question of the Gemara. Visavar Rabbi Akiva, lo Yaris Wait one second. That doesn't make any sense, meaning Yerusha Zabal. Who is inheriting? The late wife. The answer okay. is, according to Rabbi Kiva, the husband, and that's, mm-hmm. husband, and that's min ha torah the Gemara Babasra, yarish osa, mikansha bal-yarish div-Rabbi Kiva, the Pasuk says, v'yarish osa, he will inherit her, and Rabbi Kiva's understanding is, bal-yarish Ishto. that's a dvar Torah. That is a, that's a din-min ha-Torah. So, uh, so, good. So that means that, according to Rabbi Kiva, so, if the woman dies, so, the husband's going to be inheriting, and ostensibly, what is he also going to be inheriting? Not only her estate, but also her account receivables as well. So, I'm Rishla Kishlam, I'm ah. So the um, So, what we're going to do is that we're going to do a carve-out, meaning that it's true that the husband is going to be able to inherit his wife, according to Rabbi Kiva, but with a carve-out. What's a carve-out going to be? Kofar. When Rabbi Akiva says that the husband is not going to be Yorish's wife, so that is going to be in reference to Kofar. So, the only thing that the husband is not going to be inheriting is going to be Kofir Why? Because Kofer comes after she dies. Meaning, kofr is a result of her death. The kofr payment does not begin until the, vic- the victim dies. So, and, and we're going to add one more point in order, to, in order to really process this. And when the husband inherits his wife, it's true that he's going to be inheriting her. And it's true that there are going to be account receivables that come to her. But we're going to make a distinction. We're going to sound like accountants now for the next couple of minutes all right, I know I know what's going to happen. By the way, I'm going to be schooled by David in just a moment. Okay, <laughs> we, we can put that on the upcoming things that are going to happen. But over here, we're gonna we're gonna make a distinction between account receivables and account receivables. In other words, if the account receivable was already owed to the wife and she dies, so that is something that's going to be inherited by the husband. However, an account receivable that doesn't start until after she dies, so that's not going to be inherited by the husband, but that's going to go to her yorshim but not her husband. How do I know that? The Gemara says, of course, we have a drasha. So, Ein abal I'm just rereading the last line of Gemara. So, you see in the Pasuk that death, kofer, Right? And I'm, I'm obviously picking out two words from the Pasuk, but effectively, the Kofar is coming as a result of the death. Which means that the Kofar payment is not going to be due until after she's dead. Or as a result of her death. Uh, so in other words, that's real, Rawly. Not only is that an account receivable, but that's an account receivable that didn't even start yet until after she's dead. So for that, even though for the rest of her estate, the husband's going to be inheriting. But for the Kofar, the husband's not going to be inheriting. I, what is going to happen to the Kofar payment it's going to go to her, your Yershim. Okay, so... Good. So, so, so where are we right now? Stam Nezek and, 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 and the woman's owed and she dies. So ostensibly that's going to go to the husband. But when it comes to Kofar, because the Kofar payment does not start until after she's dead or as a result of her death, that doesn't go to the husband, but that goes to her, Yershim. So the gemara says, okay, so on this distinction that we just made, so the gemara says, I'm pushing back. And that is the following. We have a Brisa. He Okay, a woman was was struck, and she was pregnant, and she miscarried as a result of the uh, of the injury. So now we're talking. We're back in the parsha of deme v'lados. If you recall, if you remember, we just did this a, uh, a couple days ago, yesterday, and that is <sighs> yesterday. Yesterday's daf membeis. <sighs> so uh, so we know that the deme v'lados payment, which is in fact a chiv, so that's going to go to, not her, but rather the husband. Why? Very simple, because the Torah says so. Okay, now, I don't know if I made this point clear yesterday, but it's okay. So I have an opportunity today to make it clear. The Deme Vlado's payment. Is that the only payment that's going to happen upon this injury? No, the answer is no. In other words, the Deme Vlado's payment is a separate line item outside of your standard nezik payments. A woman was hit. She was battered. And a woman now has suffered injury. Not just injury, but also she miscarried as a result of that. So in terms of the regular assault injuries, so that is going to go to her. She was the nizak. Nizakas? Okay. apologize for my poor grammar. She's, she was the one that was injured. She's going to be receiving. Nezak, Tsar, Boshas, Ripui. I know I left one out. Okay. Anyway, she's getting all the standard asic payments. The Vlados is a separate line item. The Torah is Mechadish, that if she miscarries, so there's another line item in addition to all the standard Nezik payments, and it's called the Vlados. Now this separate line item is going to go to the husband. So vehatanya. so with all that in mind, right, now, now we have clarity on that. Hika, say Isha Nezik V'tzar Nezik sar and ostensibly all other payments as well. So that goes to the Isha. And the deme vlados uh, L'Abal, and the deme vlados goes to the ball <coughs> Good, so far so good. Now uh, the uh, ein habal. Now let's say that the uh, that that the husband is dead, and he dies after the injury occurred. So no only liyershav. So the deme vlados goes to his his yershin. Meaning the deme vlados is a line item. It is now an account receivable, and as part of his estate, now the yershin can go ahead and collect the deme vlados. Uh, now, if the woman dies after the, after the injury, so now what happens to her payments of Nezek and Sar? So they go to her Yershim. Now, notice over here, this is what we zoom in on. It goes to her yorshim. Who doesn't it go to? doesn't go to the husband. All right, didn't, didn't we just say moments ago that the standard Nezek payments are going to go to the husband? I, I'm obviously highlighting the problem. But let's just, we're going to continue on the bright side And then obviously we're going to try to answer. So let's say she's a shivcha and she's And the, um, the um, so, so, oh, uh, Giyaris, or she's a giaris, so Zacha. So if the injury was done to a shivcha who was freed or a giaris were there, there are no yorishim. In other words, the construct over here is just a person without Yorshim. Happens to be that Gershin is is Kakana Nola Dami, and therefore there's no Yershim. So now if there's no Yershim, so now who's going to be able to collect? Kol Anyone who gets there first. It happens to be, and I know in general we don't like rewarding the Mazik. I, I know that. But it happens to be that it's Hefker now, and Kola HaKodem Zachan. And it happens to be, where is the, where's the first person who's got his hands on it? Happens to be the Mazik. Okay. But, but if we can put that point aside for now, and obviously, the problem is the following. In other words, we said previously that ainai she knows in liyoshem that it doesn't go to a yoshem, and, um, and 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 we included uh, basically everything with, with with the only exception being Kofir. But now we're talking about nezek, and nezek going to a yoshem. How, how do you understand that? So amar begrusha v'chein amar Nachma begrusha. So the Gemara says, I'll tell you how to, how to understand it. It's very simple. Uh, the way you understand it is we're going to have to put no Kimta in. In other words, when is her Nezik payments going to go to her yorishim and not to the husband? The answer is when she's a Grusha. When she's a Grusha and then she died after, after having been divorced from her husband. Huh. In other words, the husband's going to be Yerushim, but obviously only when uh, they, they were married and she dies. But if they are no longer married and she dies, so then all her account receivables are not going to go to the husband because they're no longer married. They weren't married at the time of her death, so therefore they're going to, they're going to go to a yeshiva. Amrei. So now the bnei yeshiva are trying to process all this information. Admittedly, that's, an, that's a lot of information. And Grusha Nami. Now, in our we have the word tiflog, but it, quite frankly, it's a little bit difficult to understand. Uh, the Rishonim changes the Geirus, so the Rashba changes the Geirus so over here to Tishkol. I'm going to read it. Just makes it just makes a lot clearer reading. So Amre, so the Bnei Yeshiva said, Grusha nami um but So if we're talking about a Grusha, so let, let me see if I understand this correctly. In other words, we have a woman who was injured. And then after the injury, she got a divorce. Okay. It's a t- terrible story to tell. But we, we're learning halakha right now. So we can separate ourselves from all the emotion. So she was injured and she got a divorce. So now, what is she? What is she eligible to receive? All the nezik payments she's eligible to receive. Got it. And if she were to die, all those payments go to her children. Got that as well. But wait one second. Wait one second. What about the deme vlados? Again, part of her injury is that she miscarried. And again, for <coughs> miscarriage, there's a new separate line item. It's called deme vlados. So we are saying now in this brisa that all of her nezik payments are hers and goes and are going to go to her children. The deme vlados is going to go to the husband. Wait, wait, wait. The ukimta that we provided over here is that she was divorced. And if she's divorced, so then there no longer is a husband. So now where does this Deme Vlados payment go? That's what the B'nai yeshiva want to know. So I'm Papa My time am a So the gemara says, okay, so in this kiddish of Deme Vlados, it's a brand new line item. And it's something that does not exist anywhere else. So within this line, line am a Vlado. So let me introduce you to a totally mechudash din, which is, it goes, it goes to the father, period. Either they not married anymore, goes to the father, right? The Gemara says it in the most extreme, in the most extreme uh, terms that you could. What if she's mezana? And now, right, so she's carrying a child right now, vayaznos. Okay, that's obviously extreme. But still the point is, is that just to just to appreciate and understand this Kiddush of Deme Vlados going to the father, in other words, the father's not her husband. Okay. Shocking, scandalous, right? Terrible. Okay. Whatever adjectives you want to add. But in other words, but the, uh, the, the the child she's carrying is not it, it does not belong to her husband, but rather somebody else. She's Mizana. And uh, and she got into and, and, and she got into an injury and it caused a miscarriage. And now the Deme Vlados payment. So who is it going to go to? It's going to it's going to the father. So if she gave, if the baby was born after they got divorced, does he have a right to the baby also? Uh, th- th- this is now we're just talking about. No, we're not talking about custody right now. We are only talking about the Demay Vladar's payment. That's if the only thing payment, we're just. Dis- if are just payment for the, the ba- Demay that Means he owns because he fathered the baby. The baby, yeah. So then the baby was well, born. I don't know. I, I don't know. I I don't know. I don't see this being the same discussion. In other words, that's a custody discussion. We're talking right now about payment. Payment. This is a monetary payment. I, I, I think they are two separate categories. I think so. I'm, I'm, I'm not sure if I'm right. Okay. So, um, okay, so I'm a Krakashur. a love Okay. Vinukma. Okay. So, where are we right now? So, we had a Brysa. And the Brysa, we, we, we're struggling with the Brysa. Why? Uh, because in the Brycele, what happens is that all the Nezik payments are going to go to the husband. right. In other words, she's owed a list of Nezik payments. And also uh, there's also um, cofer as well. So the, So what happens I'm sorry, I, I said Kofer, all right. Let me just quickly edit. So she's going to be getting, she she suffered injury and she's got a list of the injury payments Nezik sar vechule vechule and she also has May Vladas. in other words, as part of the injury, she also miscarried. So now, what does she have? So she has a whole a whole bunch of money which is due. So in the event that the uh, it, so I'm sorry Nezik and, and and sar and all the regular uh, the, the, the 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 regular um, um, the regular nezek damages are going to go to her. And the Deme Vlados are going to go to the husband. Good. And what was the problem? The problem was, is that if she died, so what do we say? The uh, and, Or if he dies, so the nezik payment is part of him and his estate. The Dime, uh, Sorry. The nezik payment is hers and part of her estate. And the deme Vlados is part of his and his estate. Good. That's what we said. The problem we had with that is... Wait one second. The nezik payments are hers if she dies. And we're assuming, of course, she pre him. So then... All the nezek payments should go to him because the husband is Yehari's his wife. So as a result of that, we gave an okimta. and the okimta we gave is that we're talking about where she divorced. Oh, okay, that's that's the okimta we gave. The Gemara now, for a moment, is going to entertain. I got an, I got another suggestion. So uh, Amra Papa, no, we did that already. Sorry. Ve nukma le rabaka gosha gava mouse. Ol rabnachmen kga gosha karka, da merava gava karka yeshlo. Ga gava mouse einlo. Ravnachmen amar gava mouse yeshlo, gava karka einlo. Okay. So, uh Ra- R- Raba and Rav Papa. Rav and Rav Papa are having a discussion not here, although it is here, but Rav and Rav Papa are having, sorry. R- 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 Raba and Rav Nachmen are having a discussion in Bavavastra. Okay, we're going deep into Baba Basra, Baba Basra longs as Masacht and Shas, 176 pages. We are on page 124 in Baba Basra, Kuf Chav Dalet. And there, a discussion of what is considered Muchzak and what is call, considered Rai. Okay, this is a it's, a, it's a Torah discussion, but in other words, it's an accounting discussion. Okay, what is considered an account receivable uh, that is, it, it that that is, not considered mukhzak and what is it, an account receivable that is in fact considered mukhzak Okay, uh, to appreciate and understand this, so we know uh, that the, uh, this halacha of Roy versus mukhzak is true by Yerusha Sabal, it's also true by the peach 9 Okay, uh, uh, B'chor is going to get 2x uh, of all the other brothers, in other words, when dividing the estate, all the other brothers are going to be getting x, and the oldest is going to get 2x. The two X is going to be only accounted for mochzak, not roi. Okay. Now, a debate in the Gemara of babasar, what's roi considered roi, what's considered Mukhzak, and that is a debate between Rabban and Rav Nachman. Okay. Again, all this is really detail-oriented, and the Gemara, it's just a, it's kind of like a, it's not a side point over here, but it's just a, another suggestion the Gemara is making in terms of how to explain the brysa. Uh, Rabban and Rav Nachman are arguing about money versus property. Okay. In other words, if the account receivable is a property and that we're collecting a property as part of an obligation, so is that considered ra'ui or is that considered mochzak? We're going to debate in either direction. It can, go, it can go either way. And the same thing is true regarding money that was collected as part of an account receivable. In other words, is that considered rawi? is that considered mochzak? We can argue either way as well. Okay. Uh, I'm really just going to give the highlights, and, 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 and we're going to go on. How in the world could you argue that money is considered muhzak? In other words, in order for us the state to get it, so we're going to have to go ahead and we're going to have to collect it. It's much easier to look at money as being a roi, as something which is not currently a holding, and not a current holding, but something that we need to collect. How in the world could we call it a muhzak? So the argument that one could make, it's an argument, is that the uh, that you know why it's considered a mukhzak Because when we in fact collect it, so what do we what what do we have in our hands? In other words, what, what 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 did Dad give out? Money. What did we just collect? Money. Granted, it's not the same money, but in other words, but basically, because it is a uh, because it's money, because it's a currency, so basically we could view it as one and the same. Again, it's an argument. I know I know you can push back. I know you can argue. In fact, the Alma argue over this very point. That is how money could be viewed as a muhzak. How could property be viewed as a muhzak? Well, that's much easier. In other words, property didn't go anywhere. And I have a lien on that property. She put on that property. So when the kids go ahead and collect and their collection is, is, is they're collecting property, so property could be viewed as a muhzak as well. So Rab and Rav Nachman are arguing whether money or property is viewed as a muhzak. Again, each one of them arguing one of the two. So, over here, we are looking and, and trying to figure out the deme vlados. Is that going to be going to the husband, or, or, or is it not? So the so Rabbi Keevan, the bris says it's not going to the husband, but rather it's going to go to your yorshim. We're scratching our head. How in the world does it go to her yorshim? Doesn't the hus- isn't the husband going to be uh, I, I, inheriting? Again, by the way, I just want to edit. We're not talking about the deme vlados. deme vlados goes to the husband, and that that's not that, that's not that's not what we're struggling with. The standard nezek payments, so that is not going to the husband, but it's going to her yorshim. Why? When the words, shouldn't it be considered, shouldn't it go to the husband because it's considered mochzak? So what the gemara over here is wondering is, depending on who you hold, like Rabbah, Rav Nachman. So why don't we say it's either money or property, whichever position you're going to take in terms of what's not considered a mochzak? So Amri to that to that to that suggestion, the gemara says, aliba ki kamri so the Gemara says the machlokus between Rabba and Rav Nachman is only within the shita of the Chachamim. Who, who are the Chachamim? Again, this takes us well into, into Baba Basra. There's a the machlokus between the Chachamim and Rebbe. They're arguing only within the shita of the Chachamim. See the Gemara of Baba Basra for a better understanding. But Rebbe's of the position that it's all considered ra'oi and it's not considered mochzak. So over here we're trying to fit it in even within the Sheita of Rebbe. Let, let, let's move on from the Gemara over here. Again, that was just a simple suggestion—not so simple, but a simple suggestion of the Gemara. Instead of calling her a grusha, not calling her, but instead of giving the kimta that she's a grusha, why don't we have this very uh, accounting-oriented discussion regarding what's considered Rai and what's considered mukzak? And the Gemara says it is—it it, is—it is—it it, is discussed. But over here, we're holding like Rabbi. Okay. Um, okay takes us really to the first part of today's I know it's a right we are uh, let's uh, let's let's be prepared to move on just for a moment now let's quickly recap okay a woman is injured and as part of the injury so she suffered Nezik and she suffered also Deme Vladis injury as well the Deme Vladis goes to the husband and that is under any and all circumstances it goes to the husband even if they're no longer married even if she's a Grusha even if they were never married Okay. Amazing. But the Demei Vladis goes to the, uh, goes, it goes to the father of the child. It's a, but that's a separate line item, meaning all the other payments that goes to her and it goes to her. And if she, uh, if she dies after the injury, it goes to her Yersha. Okay. And the simple question of the gemara is why doesn't it go to the husband? And the answer is because she died, but before she died, she got divorced. She divorced and then she died. Okay. And that's why it doesn't go. And that's why it doesn't go to the, um, uh, to the husband. Adkan, kind of, we we start now with the next part of today's daf. Uh, sure, does negicha, but it doesn't do so big kavana. So it does so unintentionally. It was a it, it was an incidental contact that was created. In other words, okay, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. We'll try to spell it out a little bit better. How do we know kavana? How do we know no kavana? Anyway, but it, it the, the shore killed shelo kavana, and we're going to be discussing now if in fact there's going to be a call for payment. And remember you sure Muad killing an Evi So there, there is also going to be a Shloshim payment. So we're discussing now Shur, uh, sure killing and Shaloba Kavana, Sai on the Kofar, both on the Kofar and, uh, Sai on the, on the Shloshim. I'm Rabbi Shem, I'm lucky it's Kavana, Shkalim. So if your sure kills an Evikanani, but it was Shaloba Kavana, so there's going to be a Pator of Kanas. Why? Shannamer, of Shoshim Shkal Miten Laudanava, Shur Yisakel. The Torah the Torah makes a very clear hekesh. In other words, if the shore is put to death, so then there's going to be the thirty shalim payment. If the shore is not put to death, so then there's not going to be thirty shalim payment. So Kolzman Shashskil Abal Msham Shoshem Shgalim and Ashurbskil and Abalam Shamim Shhlim uh Shloshem Sh Shkalim. Uh so if they shore is going to be killing shalaba kavana the shore itself is going to be poter bisquila so there's not going to be the sloshem amraba shore shame is ben khore shalaba kavana pointer mikofish and amr shore if the kavaga love you must in coffee you shall love cuz man shall shore bisquila and bam bamisham koffer in shore bisquila and bam bamisham koffer good and not only we're we going to say that regarding the shloshim payment we're also going to be saying saying it regarding the koffer payment as well regarding the koffer payment in the event if in the event that you're sure kills somebody, but again, it was unintentional. Your shore sure was, let's say, for example, backing up. Okay, I'm not sure if my example is the best example because, right? I, I been, I've been delivering this point in my head for a while, so I don't, I don't want to invite you into my head. It's a, it's a scary, it's a scary place. But if your animal backs up, so I'm not sure if that's Karen. That sounds a lot more like Regal, and then, and then the discussion of whether or not there's for payment when it comes to rego, Okay, and be, right. Okay, anyway, let, let's try to keep it simple. I'll keep it in the abstract, okay? It, it'll just be easier. If your shore kills Bekavana, and again, it's a Shor Muad, because the only time that there's kofr to even talk about it is a Shor Muad. But, but, but it was, it was, it was Shiloh and your animal killed somebody, a Ben Chorin. Normally, the Torah says that you have to pay this kofr payment, but because it was shalom kavana, you don't pay kofr. Why? Because again, kofr is attached to the death of the Shor. If the shore is going to be put to death, then there's going to be kofir. Over here, because it was shaloba kavana, your shore is not going to be put to death. Therefore, there's not going to be kofir. Okay. Good. So we just learned two halachas regarding a shore killing, shaloba One, there's a patur of shloshem shkalim. Obviously, that's talking about a case where your shore killed and Evikanani. Two, there's going to be a petur of kofir. Okay. Who pays that Who, no, there is no, there's a pitur. If there is. The owner of the animal pays kofir. He loses his animal? Is
1: it? What? Uh, it's only
0: if, he, if the animal dies. Let's clarify. What, the kofr payment is talking about a case where your animal killed a person, right. and uh, not only did it kill this person, it killed three other people okay. pre- previously. So now the animal's a muan. So the Torah under those circumstances say you, the owner of the animal, have to now pay for that loss of life. That's kofr. No, no, not what I said. <laughs> what I'm saying. So I'm not No, 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 no. The animal is going to be put to death because the animal killed. Uh, uh, no, that, no, that's no, all. The animals, so correct. The... the injured, it injured, it no. no like right? No, okay. So on that now, so Abay is going to be challenging. And here we have a Mishnah in Ksuvos. The Mishnah in Ksuvos talks about hoda What if the person makes an admission? So hey, Misha, is Plony, Oh, Shoroshah ploni. So how is a Michelle mapiatmo. So my animal, uh, my animal killed, in other words, uh, the person, how do we know this? The person, the owner of the animal is making the admission, which frankly speaking, it's the right, right thing to do. In other words, but what we're looking at over here is the consequence of hodav. What if the person makes an admission? Hey, me, sure is plenty. Oh, sure is show plenty. My person either killed a person or killed somebody's animal. I raise him So what you're going to be doing is that you're going to be paying based on your own admission. Good. Because over here, we're not talking about receiving corporal punishment and uh, not Malchus, not, 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 not the death penalty. Over here, we're just talking about the monetary liability that is uh, that is going to be incorporated within this admission. And the, uh, when, you, when you admit to owing money, so you know what you have to do now? You owe money. It's really that simple. Ah, But what's the problem? The problem is, is that when you make the admission that my animal killed somebody, so now you're paying. Oh, so now we're, we get to ask the really simple question. What exactly? What payment are we talking about? So my love, kofir. So are we not talking about kofir, right? Sensibly, what other payment is there even to discuss when your animal kills somebody? Meaning, if your animal kills somebody, so either there is kofir, and any other suggestions in terms of what other payment we could possibly be talking about? That's it. So presumably, we're talking about kofir. Ah. Now what the problem is is that if in fact we're talking about kofar, so there was no edim. If there's no edim, what's happening to your animal? Your animal's not being put to death. Oh, so what happened over here is that we just detached these two halachas. Meaning, previously, just moments earlier in the daf, we said that these two halachas must go hand in hand. If your animal is going to be put to death, then there's a kofar payment. If your animal is not being put to death, then there is not going to be a for payment. That's what we just said. And now, meanwhile, what's happening over here is is that your animal is not going to be put to death. Why? Because the admission is coming via you. So you, the animal is not going to be put to death. I'm going to I'm going to clarify that point better in just a moment. And the animal is not being put to death. And meanwhile, there's a for payment. So what just happened is that we detached these two halachas. But but moments earlier, we said no; these two halachas go hand in hand. Now, let's clarify for just a moment. Your animal's not going to be put to death if the if, the, if it's coming via your admission. Why not? The answer is really simple. Because you wouldn't be put to death via your own admission. You killed somebody. You go to base din, you tell them, I killed somebody. Okay? You're not right. You're not going to be put to death. You're right. The uh, capital punishment will only be executed, double entendre. So it will only be executed only when it comes via Edim. It cannot come via your your own admission. Right? In other words, you cannot testify about yourself. Fine. So you're not going to be put to death over your own admission. Your animal also is not going to be put to death over your own admission. It has to come via Edus. That's the halacha. Fine. So now, we know the halacha, that an animal is not going to be put to death via your own admission. And meanwhile, the Torah says, but via your own admission, what's going to happen? Payment. And p- payment presumably is Kofar. but obviously now that, that it's breaking our brain because we said just moments earlier that Kofar and misa have to go hand in hand. If there's no misa, so sure, there's no Kofar. What just happened? So the Gemara's answer, low, dumb him. No. Nope. We're talking about payment over here, but obviously we're not talking about Kofar because there is no Kofar. Well, if there's no, if there's no kofir, so then what is there going to be? So eh, let's introduce ourselves to a, Brand new payment and it's called Damim. There's going to be a payment, there's going to be loss of life payment. Damim. Oh, wh- 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 where did this come from? Look at Rashi right over here. Damim. Uh, I'm on a moment, Aleph. And we are towards the bottom. It is one of the last Rashis over here, about 10 lines from the bottom. Had Misham Labatar's Kofa? Did anybody kapara? So over here, this is not Kofer this is not kapara. So the ink below skilla shore Again, in order for there to be cover there has to be skilla d'shur. Over here, there's no skilla d'shur. Aval al So over here, as long as you have the funds, so there is going to be a payment that's called damim. Why? I'm, I'm obviously pausing as we're about to emphasize this line of Rashi. The logara misa because. Death certainly is no worse than Ezek, meaning if my animal damages, I'm going to be responsible for all the damages that my animal co- uh, causes. That's called property damage. Again, property damage in Babakama. I said this day one. We're on day 43. Nothing's changed. Property damage by Babakama means when my property damages, so I'm going to have to be responsible for, and, and liable for all that all, all, all the damages that it does. My animal damages a person. I got to pay. My animal kills a person. So even if there's no kofer, but it's still there's loss. Now it happens to be the loss is significant. More significant than your standard damage, but still there's loss. And I have to pay that as well. The by Rashi over here says beautifully I'm beautifully meaning the, the he's framing the idea so clearly. Meaning that when my animal damages so, I have to pay for whatever what, whatever depreciation there is. So So over here, so the loss is significant. Now it happens to be loss of life, but it's loss of life, but there's no Kofir. In other words, there's no Adem. My animal's not going to be put to death. My animal's not being put, being put to death. There's no Kofir, but there's still standard liability. So in other words, what we're going to do is we're going to assess how much that loss of life is and the owner now is going to have to pay for that loss of life not via the category of Kofir, but via the simple category of nezek the Gemara calls it damam but now with the rashi we're going to use the terms interchangeable nezek Hainu Hach. and if there is Kofir, there's also damam right my brain is already broken <laughs> but it's a, it's a, it's a, i it's it's don't i don't think so i don't think so but it's a, it's a great question i don't think so so, uh, so, so, so the Gemara says, fine. So, um, again, so now, what, what, what did we just learn together in that Mishnah in Ksuvos? That when you make an admission that your shore did, either, either killed somebody, the, uh, right, the, the, the Mishnah in Ksuvos, right? Hey, Mishra, it's plenty. Oh, Shor is so plenty. So when my, when I, when, via my admission that my shore killed, so what do I, what do I have to do? Says so the Mishnah in Ksuvos. I got to pay. Mishalim al Piazimo. Good. So now, are we not, are we not talking about kofar? The commercial says no. We're not talking about kofar. We're talking about damim, and 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 a wild idea. and that's not wild, but in other words, an idea being introduced to us here in in, in, in Baba Kama, Mem Gimel is that loss of life has him. Now, m- mind you, by the way, okay, just if, if I may, when you kill somebody, so I'm just I'm just highlighting now. Like, why why, why don't we ever see this right this 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 uh, this payment for for killing somebody? Because when you generally kill somebody, Rachmanus, in other words, but when you kill somebody, you know why we never see this Damim? Because, right, because of Kim Leib and In other words, because now you're Chaiv Misa for the act, and so therefore, there's never money to even t- take into consideration. But now, it's not you killing somebody, it's your sure killing somebody. Ah. So now, what we've just been introduced to is this idea of Damim, of Nezek. So, so the Gemara says, okay, I'm with you, but let, let's see. So let's keep let's keep going. Hey, Misha, Risav are talking Mishal Shalom. My shore kills an Evid. So My shore kills an Evid. and how, do, how how does the world know this? Because I'm the one who made the admission. So over there in the Mapiazmo so we're not going to be you're not going to be paying Alpiazmo based on your own admission. So idam and my low. Now the Gemara says now if we shifted in our category, in other words, if we're talking about dumb and why not why not? Meaning dumbim is simple monetary compensation for loss. And over here, you're, you're, you're short sure killed in Evan Kanani. And normally we're talking about a short sure muad, that means that there's a 30 payment shekel, a shekel payment uh, via Kanas. Uh, but, but 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 if you're muad, you're potter. I get it. Uh, but we're not talking about Kanas right now, right? We're talking about damim and and that you should be paying. In other words, there is now loss and shouldn't you now have to pay for that loss via your own admission? So, so that's, that's a, very, it's a very strong question. So, he says, look, I, I, know what, I know the following presentation is going to be weak, and I know you're going to dismiss it because it's a weak answer. Well, maybe the first part of the Mishnah is talking about, about Damim, and the second part of the Mishnah is talking about Kanas. But I, I know that's weak because now what I'm doing is, is that right in the middle of the Mishnah Tzuvos, we're shifting cases. I, I know you don't like that. And I'm not going to say it just this right ben 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 caught on to me right i'm not saying it i i said it but i'm not going to say it so either either easy so what i'll do is is that i'll keep both of them in the category of dumb okay so I'm, i'm recognizing just for a moment as we're turning the page i'm just pausing here for a moment i realize this is a complicated piece of gemara i i know i know it is but okay but if for those of you who are still holding on I myself, I'm holding on for dear life. So so for, <laughs> so, for those of you still holding on, so we are now talking about admission in Suvas where there's an admission of my animal killed. My animal killed either a person. My animal killed another person, short. My animal killed another person's eva So in all those cases, what do we say? Well, in cases one and two, we say you have to pay because it's a monetary payment. And in case number three, we said you don't have to pay. Why? Because it's ganas. Wait one second. Well, I understand you, mode de canas I get that part, but over here we're not talking about canas. We're talking about damim. In other words, loss. There is loss that's created because your animal killed, and for that loss that was created, you have to compensate. And so, so, so for your own admission, so even though you're not going to be punished, and even though there's not going to be canas, but if there's an admission on money, so by admission of money means you have to pay. So why does the Mishnah Ksuvah say that for for the for the admission that my my, my sure killed somebody's Eved I don't have to pay? That's the question. We just summarized the question. So we're on the very top of Bays. So Miu Ben Chorin the Misham called for Apiatmo hechidamidi asu sadiv asidu bedekato vloyadi itam havi imurat havi amar mari demurat havi. So the Misham called for Apiatmo hechadaleka edim. He uh, che de leke edem misam damem ka okay. be ave che nem misam knasa piazmo he che dami vasido be de kato vo lo ya de itam have e mo ave ve ama mari mu piazmo he che de leke edem lo everyone prepare okay we are we are going to now try to give categoric differences between between an admission that my animal killed a ben Versus an admission that my animal killed the nevikanani Okay. And, and and how are we going to categorically separate these two? So the commercial is like this. And I, I know I just read it all. And now I'm going to hopefully put it in bite-sized pieces. When it comes to Kofor, <coughs> the cofer payment can be generated by somewhat of your own admission. How would that be? Witnesses come and testify. The witnesses come to court and they say, you know, your animal, your animal killed, uh, uh, killed the person. And, um, and, and, and and we're testifying that that happened. Fine. The animal is going to be put to death. The animals are go that, that part's that, that part's correct. Here's what the witnesses do not know. There's one piece of information that right now is missing. What what, what What's the history of the, uh, of the animal that killed? Is it a tom or is it a mord? Well, if there's if it's a tom, then there's no call for payment. And if it's a murder, there is a call for payment. But the witnesses who saw the murder, who saw the death, they don't know. So in that case, what you can now do is that you can be there in based in, and you can and you can fill in the information, right, on that one piece on, on the paper that they filled out. And there's, I'm just I'm, whatever. <laughs> I'm being dramatic. But in other words, in that one piece of information, they don't know. You can fill in that information. Now, obviously, that information is critical because once you fill in that information, whether or not it's a Tam or whether it's a Muad, so that'll determine whether you pay Kofir or you don't pay Kofir. Uh, so, over there in the case of Kofir, so there is a scenario in which you can fill information. That's why admission to Kofir is going to result in dummim payments. Uh, but now let's move to the case of Evakanani. Avik- your, shil- your short kills in Evikanani. Is there ever going to be a scenario where you're going to be filling in information? No. In other words, either your short sure kills an Evikanani or your short sure does not kill an Evocanani. So the um so uh, so so since in that case over there, there's never a case in which there's information that you can fill in, so therefore there's never gonna be a case where, even if you <coughs> admit to the fact that your short sure killed an anani, there's never gonna be a dumb in payment. That I I have to admit that's a tricky distinction to make between the two. Okay, I myself am still wrapping my head around it. So in other words, so I I understand that's a very difficult piece to today's daf. Mesa, v'reshmal said We continue. We're on mem gemalamid bays towards the top. So beben chay ben ben bemisa. So take whatever would create a ben and now transpose that over to an avid trans- uh, and 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 uh, the. Uh, whether whether we be talking about kofor or misa, so kofor Bev and miika. So the gemara says, look, that brisa that we just read, that's a tough read. That brisa, you know, by neved, so, so whatever's true by ben benchorin, trans, transpose that over to an Evid, and it'd be true by, by 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 kofor, and that'd be true by misa. Kofer kofor kofor evikinani. Meaning, I know there are a lot of terms flying around, but there is no kofor when it comes to an Evekinani. So the gemara says, Al-Alav, damim. So the gemara says, so no, we're, we don't we didn't mean kofor, we meant damim. In other words, that if Yeshua sure, goes ahead and kills an Evit Kanani, so there's going to be a dumb in payment. But you just explained to me, admittedly, tough explanation, but you just explained to me that there is no dumb in payment for Evit Kanani. So the commercial says, Ekadami, Omosav, Amalei, Rabam." The Amalei, um, Rabbah. Okay, who provided the answer? Two versions of who provided the answer. Either Roshmo Barabi himself provided the answer, or Rabba provided the answer? Whoever it is, here's the answer. Hachi And that is that is that we're going to have to reread the b'raisa and we're going to edit the b'raisa. So, uh, koshe chai ben Benchorin be'kavana, uh, alpi edim, So, if there is a chi ben harin, i.e. your animal killed, and it was be'kavana, so now there's going to be a kofr payment, but the kofr payment is going on the Benchorin. Now, take that halacha and transpose it. Chai ba'a so if that were to now, this, in other words, uh, the animal killed intentionally your evidence. so there, there's going to be K'naz. So if there's going to be a Chi, a chi of Ben your animal killed the Ben <coughs> but it was it did so unintentionally. So once again, is there a Kofor payment? The answer is no. Is there a Daman payment? The answer is going to be yes. So, I'll be edem, I'm sorry, so, once again, now, if witnesses, witnesses testify that you're sure killed somebody's Evakanani, but it was Shaloba Kavana, so there's not going to be Shkalim, because again, Shkalim is attached to the death of the animal. If the animal's put to death, then there's Shkalim. If the animal's not put to death, there's not going to be Shkalim. Ah, but because now this information is not provided by you, but it's provided by Adem, so even though there's not going to be Shkalim, but you know what there's going to be? There's going to be dumb in. It's not no, 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 no. It's just, no. It, it's just, in other words, all we're just looking at is, is that uh, uh, whatever the occasions are, by a benchorin, there's going to be a Kofor or Dhamim payment. By an Evet there's going to be a Kness or dumb in payment. That's all. So, Ravi Raviyachi. Okay, so, we just run together. So, the, um, that there, there's this new kind of payment. It's called Dumb payment. Okay. In other words, for loss of life, right? Where you didn't do the killing, but your property did the it, 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 did the killing. You're sure killed, but you're sure to kill killed kavana. So, is, is there going to be kenas? No. Is there going to be um, is there going to be kofr? Also, no. In other words, why? Because the animal's not put to death, and if the animal's not put to death, there's no kofr payment, and there's no kenas payment. However, there is going to be Impayment. In other words there's loss of life and and again you're not being put to death so you're gonna be now instructed and required to pay for loss of life so so, so the commercial says, okay so so the uh, let's say person started a fire right in other words that's Nezek and the fire spread and the fire killed now who did it kill it killed the eight person now what we're going to also have to add over here, Rashi points this out, is that the person was all tied up. Uh, if the person was not tied up and the person just stood there, so then you're not going to you're, you're not going to be liable because we there's an expectation the person should be running away. We talked about this earlier in the Masechta. But if the person is tied up and not only was damage done, but super damage was done, the person was killed, so now you should be chayev damim, right? So apyedem nisham damim. So the um, the um, so um Umanala Dalamashalem. Now it's only a good question if we know otherwise. How would you suggest otherwise? So Elam and So the Gomer says, well, maybe it's based on a mission coming up later in the Masaptah. In the Samiks. Uh the Gamer Babakama tell tell us how you Gidi Kaferslow, Evid Samachlov, and Israimo Chayev. So um uh the um so Evid Kafferslow, lo Samachlov and Israfi Moh. So Putter. So if the uh if the Evid is tied up and the Gidi is right next to it, so you're going to be putter from the Tashlamim. So now the the word "putter over here is going on what? So presumably it's going on everything. It's going on the G'day and It's going on the Evid as well. So uh, so So the um, so the gemara says well according to reish lachish where did you start the fire? So rav so reish lachish says that the case of the mishnah is talking about where you started the fire on the Evid itself. You started the uh, the fire directly on the aved, so how does that how does that file under? That's not aish. In other words, if you started the fire directly on the eved so that is that that's adam. That's not aish. Aish is only when you started the fire elsewhere and the fire spread. If you start the fire directly on the person himself, that's nezek adam. So there, so now you are a murderer. Now that you're a murderer so now we're gonna now we're gonna employ the rules of Keme mm-hmm. so 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 that's not going to be in other words once we understand the case like reish Lakish so that's not gonna that that's not going to introduce the the question. El i mean, at the time you saw the question is going to be introduced from the following. So So the you know, the compare and the contrast. The, the standard compare and contrast that we typically do. So here So the uh so so when it comes to Aish, so you're gonna be liable for any and all types of damages. When it comes to Bore, that's not true right now ish is going to be paying and that's not going to be true regarding a boar. so the uh, in other words by the boar, so Mesus Adam you're going to be patum. so uh, so ketani. Um, now that point was not stated in other words in our list of compare and contrast so we we could have added, that when it comes to Asia, you're going to be paying Shalabi And that's not going to be true regarding Bohr. So, Dilmatan of Ishayar. So the Gemara says, okay, I know. But in those Mishnahs where we do compare and contrast, we're not going to be comparing and contrasting every single point. In other words, the Mishnah are only highlighting. The Mishnah is not there to compare and contrast every single point. Ella Reva by me, by So the Gemara says, didn't understand that when Rava Rav wasn't. Presenting a difficulty, Ravah was just simply, I knew that was going to happen. So the, um, okay. Ravah was just simply proposing. And that is, So the Gemara says, good. That's all we wanted to know. And that is, is that when it comes to Aish, that was started. So now, for damages, again, that part's easy. For now, the death of somebody. So are you going to be, in other words, we're not, you're not, you're, this is not a capital offense. You're not subject to capital punishment, but do you pay Dhamim? It's really that simple. In other words, this Dhamim payment, is it somehow connected to kofir? Meaning, in the absence of kofr, by the way, David, this answered your question from earlier. In the absence of kofir, do we say that you're going to be paying damim? So maybe by Ish. By Ish, there is no kofer payment. Kofir only exists in the world of an animal, not in the world of Ish. So maybe, what the Gemara is entertaining right now is that maybe. Uh, the uh, Even though there's no Kofor pay- payment by Aish, but maybe there's Damim, takeo. The Gemara leaves this question unresolved. Okay? Uh, kind of takes us to the end of today's daf. Well, mostly. Uh, we pick it up tomorrow with uh, Kiyasa. Good.